0: My name is Deepak Sharma and I'm a professional speaker, public speaking and communication coach. And we are bringing to you professional speakers from all over the world to help you realize your potential and understand from their journey, how they have reached where they are today. So today in our second episode of Your Story, Your Glory, we're going to hear story of Robin Roberts. Let's learn from Robin Roberts how she integrated her skill of hypnotist with professional speaking hello friends welcome back to our show your story your glory today we have a very special guest with us robin roberts robin is a professional speaker An actress and a hypnotist. Yes. Today we are going to learn from Robin how she integrated her skills of hypnosis with professional speaking. And we will also learn from her how she transcends from being a Toastmaster to a professional speaker. Let's welcome Robin Roberts on this show, Your Story, Your Glory. So welcome Robin to our show, Your Story, Your Glory.
1: Thank you, Deepak. It's wonderful to be here. I'm so excited.
0: Yes, I am also very excited. Uh, The idea behind this show is to learn from successful speakers, successful trainers, how they have ventured into this path of speaking and training. So before we move forward and ask you many different questions. Okay. I would like to know from you little bit about your story. What's your story uh, behind becoming a speaker, trainer? And as I told my audience, you are not only a speaker
1: and trainer, but you
0: are the hypnotist.
1: Yes, yes, I am the hypnotist. And thank you so much. My story, I have wanted to speak professionally for a very long time and uh, things would come up and I wouldn't get there, but I was always a Toastmaster. That was a lot of fun. I learned that um, I was introduced to that, oh, 27 years ago Uh and have been involved a great amount of my time in Toastmasters because I just love to speak. But I didn't quite get to the professional piece of it. And then life happened and we had a family business and, and I needed to find another source of income to go along with the family business. Uh, so I became a hypnotist. Huh. That's the hypnosis piece. Then I did a lot of speaking to promote my business. So for quite a while, my speaking career was going out to speak to promote my business, to tell people what hypnosis is and what hypnosis isn't, because there's a lot of uh, false information about hypnosis out there. And that was where I was doing most of my speaking. And I do have a coach. I believe in having a coach. My coach said, hey, wouldn't it be great speaking in that way is great, but what about speaking and getting like a nice check as a reward? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. So I said, well, I think that, that sounds like a a mighty good idea. And as you know, um, from Toastmasters, we get trophies when we speak in the Toastmasters environment, Uh, trophies of one kind or another, whether it's a ribbon or an actual trophy or a medallion or whatever it might be. So this was, this was the big trophy. Right, the she's like, "How about a twenty five hundred dollar trophy in the way of a check?" (laughs) And I was like, "Yeah, I I think I, I would like that." So that was really when I started shifting and taking what I knew and what I'm passionate about, which is hypnosis, and using it as my springboard for speaking. So that's that's how I got where I am. You
0: combine hypnosis and speaking, and use hypnosis to speak. Am I right?
1: Well, it's the basis of what I speak about because it's mindset. Okay. And your mind is controlled by your subconscious mind, and your subconscious mind is accessed through hypnosis. As marketers well know. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. So if
0: I have to ask you, A very straight question that most speakers would like to know, and for their niche, what problems you solve?
1: Mindset. So, if you've got a team and they're not functioning well as a team, or they're setting goals but they're like, "Oh, you know, this is really hard. We can't do those kind of things," then it's all about mindset. Change, embracing change. Because a lot of times we have change and we think we want it, and then we end up repeating an old pattern and we're kind of like, wait, why Absolutely. did that happen? So I'm here to help people understand how their subconscious mind works, how they can use it to get the results that they want. Absolutely. So that's how I, I combine them. And do I do some hypnosis? It depends on the environment. It depends on what we're doing. I'm mostly showing people how to change their minds, how to embrace it. Of course, when you're a speaker, honestly, you are interacting with a subconscious mind you have those people in your audience and you want them to understand your point that's why we use stories no. because stories allows the listener to put themselves in the story yes and to understand how it relates to them um, and when you're doing that you are speaking directly to the subconscious mind you are letting the subconscious mind create the picture and now that listener is putting themselves in the picture and they can see now as you deftly weave weave your way through your story, how it relates to them and how they can now embrace whatever it is they need to embrace. And so you are a hypnotist. If you're a speaker, you're a hypnotist. Make no mistake about that. Absolutely. And if you fail, yeah, if you fail to engage that subconscious mind, that's when you lose your audience.
0: And I think uh, what you're talking about is when a speaker is speaking, And if he is authentic, then he is able to evoke those responses in the mind of individual and make a difference in his audience's life. Am I right?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Because if you're not speaking about what you're passionate about, which is what makes you authentic, why are you speaking about that? You, You need to find your niche that you're passionate about. So my
0: friends, what you heard just now, Robin said, authenticity is very important when you are picking up your area and authenticity directly drives from passion. You know, passion is very, very important. Now, Robin, taking a clue from what you said that you combined your hypnotist uh, certification with uh, speaking, when was that? Which year you decided that you should start speaking from free to fee?
1: Well, probably in the last three years, I really moved into that direction. Before that, I was really, I would, I would go speak anywhere to anyone about hypnosis. Um, And my stories were always, I, I really look As a good friend of mine, Deepak says, look for what's going on in your life and use those stories. Uh, So that's what I was doing. And I honed a lot of that in in Toastmaster meetings because I would take a a story and I would craft it. Um, And you'll find a lot of those stories are now in my presentation. Absolutely. Because, yeah, it's always about what does that really mean in my life? You can blow over some things, but if you stop and take a moment to really look at what happened, oh, you can you can have some pretty deep stuff come up from that.
0: A different question: As you talked about your journey with Toastmasters, now you are also part of National Speakers Association, and you are also part of Pathway of Professional Speakers Toastmasters Club. That is very different club. Okay. Yes. Now I would like to know from you, especially for my all the Toastmasters friend who are listening to this episode and I always say this thing, don't play with Toastmasters. Don't, don't play with play. Toastmasters because I played with Toastmasters for many years because and later on I realized that if I create a momentum in my Toastmaster journey, the results will be very different. But if I go someday, okay, today I'm free, I'll go and hang out. The results are not commitment. coming. Do you think you also experienced a similar uh, thing in Toastmasters with yourself and also with members around the world?
1: If you're committed, I mean, it, it's a fun place to be. And I will say that Toastmasters, I've, most of my clubs, I've had people who become like family. Yeah, I'm very close to them. Absolutely. Um, and it's not like, oh yeah, that's a meeting that I might show up at or I might not show up at. There, there is a definite, a deeper sense of commitment, and I think that that definitely creates a momentum mm-hmm. that you're headed in the right direction. Definitely. Um. And and it's to your advantage if you want to be a speaker an expert who speaks, by the way, not just a professional speaker, but an expert who speaks, uh, which is really where the market's headed. When you listen to some of uh, the, the leaders in our industry, they are talking about experts who speak. Uh, if, if this is what you wanna pursue, you must, sorry, I hate to tell people must, but you must make that commitment and for our group in particular, the Pathway of Professional Speakers, it is a rehearsal hall. It is a place where you can come and you can make a mistake before you end up in front of a client making a mistake. You can come here and test out new material before you try it cold on an audience. So it's, it is, honestly, it's such an advantage if you're in a Toastmasters club such an advantage for you to really hone your message and and get the the most out of it. And you need to challenge yourself to, to really show up and, and get the Absolutely. most out of it.
0: Can you also throw some light on a pathway of professional speakers as it is a global club, and uh, yes. you have made it hybrid, with uh, people can attend from anywhere on Zoom, and you can also be in person. Now here is an opportunity for a lot of people. To take advantage of this club can you talk a little bit who are the people should come to pathway of professional speakers
1: oh anyone who wants to be an expert who speaks really visit and hopefully attend because it is the vision i am the president right now wow (laughs) the vision (laughs) the vision of the club is that this as i said it's a rehearsal hall That it is truly committed to moving you forward and we have some extra curricula type activities coming up like one sheets and getting b-rolled and uh, what do you want to do for web developments and funnels and all of these things that we're really talking about and that's some serious stuff. And. And we have the rehearsal hall and we have the professional speaker series where we're bringing in professionals who are sharing their path with us. It's, it's a heck of a place to be for a very small investment of money. Um, but I feel very committed to the challenge of the hybrid, to the challenge of being as good on virtual as you are in person and doing both at the same time. And I'm not aware of a lot of places that are really pushing. And I will say pushing (laughs) their membership to Excel in that specific way. But I think it's the future. You've got to be able to be comfortable and familiar and keep everybody feeling included in that hybrid environment and, I'm really committed to that.
0: Tell me one thing that is different from any other Toastmasters club in POPs.
1: Just one? Yes. Uh...
0: <laughs> the one that highlights.
1: Well, I, I think it is that you as a member will become technically proficient. Beautiful. That I think that that is so, so important that... So even if you're not the technical host of something, you understand that person's job, you understand that tool, and you are truly a professional because you are understanding and can can help all of that move smoothly. And I think that Pops is it, that's a big commitment in Pops to have those skills available. Mm-hmm not available to learn to have a format a place where you can learn those skills and then when you're out in the marketplace you're like well yes I can do that that's not a problem I think it's a great competitive edge
0: absolutely and as everybody these days is saying that in person is coming back but virtual is not going
1: well no because as a company I, I think of it this way I'm a company owner well if i can have the core of my people in person but those people who are far flung around the world yep. can attend virtually i'm not going to bring them in Absolutely. at very high cost when i can do it virtually it just doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. so yeah it's i think that that this whole environment has just blown up in the 2020 2021 time frame and change the paradigm just change the paradigm completely
0: so friends if you really want to begin your professional speaking journey pathway of professional speakers is the place am i right
1: yes absolutely yes definitely <laughs>
0: so come and uh, join on every uh, th- first, first and-
1: third and fifth Sundays, Sundays at two o'clock central time, U.S. central time,
0: Great. but it
1: is a worldwide club. So anybody.
0: Anybody can welcome, anybody welcome. Great. Now you also member and also I think one of the board of directors for National Speakers Association, Houston chapter. Yes. What uh, What is your experience being part of NSA? And what would you like to give a message to any professional speaker who would like to move forward in their journey of professional speaking, whether they should come to NSA or they should wait or at what stage they should come?
1: I think you come as early as possible. So if you know today that this is the career you want, then find that chapter near you and join. A long time ago, I lived in the Denver area and I used to go to NSA Denver. And I was a, a baby speaker then. Um, and but I went and here's the such an advantage is now you are hanging out with people in your industry who are on the path ahead of you. And as you said, I am on the board, I am in charge of membership. I did that in, with intention. Uh, I joined the Houston chapter just a year a bit over a year ago, but when it came time for a new board, I raised my hand because what I know is those people, I need to know them and I need them to know me. Absolutely. Yeah, just having mentorship. And I mean, maybe they have a gig that's not right for them, but they know me and they go, oh, she's who you want. That's a per- She's the perfect person. And oh my gosh, it was such great... They they've got the war stories. You don't have to go through the war to get the benefit of the the wisdom that they Absolutely. have already gotten.
0: You're living with celebrities.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, you you yes, you are. And uh, you know, oh yeah, I'm just gonna hang out and talk to Lois Kramer, huh? huh. Oh yeah. You yes. we'll talk to Lois Kramer, that's awesome. Yeah, you know,
0: yes. super. Yes. No doubt about it no doubt about it. NSA is the place for anybody to come and experience uh, the professional speaking industry live. Yeah. Speaking is something that a lot of people want to do, especially Toastmasters wants to do. If there is a budding speaker, there, because I remember many years back, I have, I have postponed, I always say, uh, don't postpone your greatness and i have postponed my greatness many years
1: oh you, you and i both Deepak you so, and i both
0: so there are many people who keep keeps on thinking that oh they can speak they can they have a good speaking skills or they don't have a good speaking skill but they want to do something in this area when they listen to any speaker it give them goosebumps and they come and ask us also many times but they go back and again sit in their comfort zone what message mm-hmm. you would like to give to yeah, people out of who, your are, who, are, uh, who, who have huge potential but they need to unleash that potential?
1: Yes, you, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to uh, move into a place where you're going to get some information you don't like. And I say that because of this you're in, let's just pretend you're in a Toastmasters club, and you're a pretty good speaker, like, you know, you're, you're always the one who wins the contest and, or whatever it might be. Um, but then you, everybody doesn't have anything to say in terms of really strong feedback, you have got to move on. I mean, you can stay in that club, don't get me wrong, but you've got to move on to a place like Pops, for example, where uh, one other difference is we do two, six to eight minute evaluations. Wow. Yeah, you've got to move to a place where you're gonna hear somebody say, you know, yeah, that was that was good, but but you could do so much better and I know you could. And, you know, we kind of like getting all our little pets and ribbons and trophies. And to put ourselves in a place where we're going to get that we're not the best in the room. Am I I the only one who's had this experience? But uh, (laughs) then that's a little intimidating uh, to put yourself in a place where, OK, I'm going to try something new that I want to actually go out and present. And it might not work. Oops, well, hey, it's a better place to find it out there. Or you go to NSA an and you and you basically humble yourself, knowing that there are some people in this room that you could learn a heck of a lot from, even though you're already good.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: You just challenge yourself.
0: Yes, friends, it is very important to challenge yourself, as Robin said, because once you come out of this comfort zone, both Robin and me. Have experienced that because we were also in our comfort zone and when we took that first step, let me tell you things started taking shape and it's a matter of just taking that first step if you are interested in building a strong career in professional speaking. As you have combined hypnotist with speaking, I have seen a lot of speakers combining their specific skills that they have learned in the past with speaking. I saw uh, Dan Thurman uh, combining uh, juggling, uh, Mike Rayburn combining his guitar skills. Patricia Fripp sometimes talks about how she has used her haircut skill into speaking. Now, uh, is it a great idea because a lot of people, they are musicians, they are writers, they are have different kind of skills. Does it give them an edge or they should take advantage of it?
1: It it is a competitive edge. You, it's about you creating yourself. For example, for me, one of my competitive advantages is I can do the keynote, I could do an entertaining speech. Um, I can also do a hypnose, a comedy hypnosis show for the entertainment for their big finale night it makes me more competitive they're getting a two for one kind of situation and there are not a lot of people who do that i will say there are a couple people who do that um i think I might be one of the only female people who does that Uh, but that makes me memorable it makes me different if if i'm going to talk about mindset oh i'm going to say yes i'm a hypnotist and hey by the way if you have a social evening, I can be your entertainment. Yes. And, and that, you know, that just checks uh, another box for another your box. meeting planner. Yeah. So that they're like, oh, good. Cool. That's a two for one. I don't have to, you know, struggle and go find someone else. Mm-hmm. So that's always, uh, I think, a really good thing to do. And it makes you memorable, When you bring your passion and your topic and you tie it with a skill, we have a wonderful uh, member who is an amazing um, jazz vocalist and ukulele player and also speaks. And she, you know, just weaves that music in with her presentations. And it's mesmerizing. And we all remember Ashley Orlando.
0: There you go,
1: Ashley, that's for you. (laughs) Yeah. And it it makes you memorable. It makes you hireable. And what's what we always want to be is hireable.
0: Yes. So friends, look at what special skills you have, and you have an edge in the market. Robin, before we close, I would like to share your two mistakes in your speaking journey that you want people should not make so that we don't want to reinvent the wheel, because wheel is already there.
1: Oh my gosh. Two, two mistakes. Well, be, be careful. Um, when to keep yourself a little on the generic side, I had a gal one time uh, I, I was saying something and it was a virtual meeting. And I thought what I said was particularly profound or something. And uh, she, I look around and she's like, and I go, Oh, uh, Debbie, you look like that impressed you. And she was like, Oh no, I'm just always this way. And she said she had some medical condition. Oh, that was like, you gotta be a little, a little careful. So that, that was my big, like, Oh yeah. So just be really careful, you know, about, and you'll find it, it. I'm sorry, I can warn you, but it's going to happen to you. Um, so just, just uh, you'll get there. Just, just be aware of being a little more vague than you think you should Thank be. You. <laughs> um, I, I think, I think that was the the biggest one. And always prepare. You think, okay, I, I got this, I got this, and then oh my gosh, my time got shortened or my time got lengthened, and oh. Uh, So always have extra that you can pull out or put in. I I think that's super important.
0: Pull out or put in. I think it's a great (laughs) takeaway. So be ready for any extra timing because sometimes people will come. Okay. You have 15 minutes more.
1: (laughs) Yes. Like we our, our next person is late. Can you fill in? It's like, sure and that's where experiential helps right Yeah, (laughs) people doing things it takes longer (laughs)
0: yeah absolutely fantastic I think two great uh, mistakes that we can learn from your speaking journey it was wonderful talking to you Robin and uh, it was my pleasure you on having this show called Your Story Your Glory and we heard your story and how your story can inspire many people around the world
1: thank you again Thank you, Deepak, so much.